Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, June 3rd. And I think there's going to be some fire in this voice this morning as I am fired up about the NBA Finals. A little bit pissed off. Can I say that to start the pod? A little bit fired up that the Warriors suffered an epic fourth quarter choke job. Okay, there's no way that you can describe game one other than choke. Okay, you're up 15 late third quarter. You're up 12 early fourth. And you give up a 40 to 16 fourth quarter. The Celtics had a 39 to 16 run on the road in the fourth quarter when the Warriors are supposed to dominate. I haven't even got my hello out of the way. I haven't even got like, how are you guys? Hope you got a good weekend plan. None of that. Because I know that winner of the game one of the finals historically has won the title 71% of the time. I'm worried about the Warriors after game one. I still think they're going to win the series. Curry will be fine. We'll do 30 minutes on Curry shortly. Just wait. 
I do need to say the Warriors sure as hell could have used Kevin Durant defensively in the fourth quarter. They sure could have. Could they not have? They went small and they got slaughtered. And I know that we play the blame game, right? Big game one of the NBA Finals. We love to Who are you blaming? And a lot of these meatballs on social media coming after me were Steph Curry in the fourth, Jay. Where was he? What, what, what happened? Final six minutes, zero points. What happened? I said, got quiet in the fourth quarter. Didn't really do anything in the final six minutes. Had 34, seven threes. He did his part. He got him there. No one man can bring anyone across the finish line. You guys know this. Jordan won nothing without Scottie Pippen. Even LeBron had Kyrie, public enemy number one on this podcast. Kyrie Irving, 40 points in game six. Hits the game winner in game seven. Everybody needs help. Where was Draymond Green? I don't want to hear about this Curry vanishing act in the fourth quarter nonsense. Where was Draymond? Two for 12 shooting. Well, Jay, he's not an offensive guy. He's two for 12. Are you kidding me? Two for 12? A lot of those are two-pointer floaters in the lane. Layups bricked. I saw a funny tweet that Draymond Green's, uh, like he had like a late three-pointer that just totally bricked. It was like right on the thud between the backboard and the rim. And someone was like, that just registered at like a 6.3 on the Richter scale. It was that bad. I mean, it's just like thud. It sounded awful. Where was Clay Thompson? I know he doesn't show up till game six. I've talked about the inconsistencies. Six for 14 shooting. And I got to be honest. Like, listen, Steve Kerr, I-, I haven't seen the official numbers yet. But what on earth are you doing playing zone against the Boston Celtics? And yes, I had seen the numbers. The Celtics at times this season were not very good at all against zone defenses. But Kerr, at what point do you realize, oh, Okay, this is one of those games where they're going to make a million threes. Do you do it after the 10th three-pointer or the 15th? What about the 20th? They make 21 threes, Steve. You can't sit in the zone when you get lit up by Derek friggin' White and Al Horford. And at this point, I need to point out Brad Stevens, the much maligned head coach of the Boston Celtics, is now in the front office. What did Brad Stevens do in the front office? He made moves to bring on Al Horford. He made moves to bring on Derek White. And let's see what they did in game one. Okay, Al Horford, who I still, again, I stand by what I said on the pod this week. He can have a game or two, but this is going to be a series where he's going to be drained. Now, I didn't totally factor in the extra days off. Again, 35-year-old Al Horford will not have another game. You could take this to the bank where he shoots six of eight from deep. Derek White who will absolutely not have another game where he hits five of eight from deep. Combined, Al Horford and Derek White shot 11 of 14 on three-pointers. I don't care if you're playing the 1960 Celtics or the 97 Bulls or the 2018 Warriors. 2017 Warriors, whoever. Kobe and Shaq Lakers. If Derek White and Al Horford are going 11 of 14 from three, you're not losing the game. You're just not. They combined for 47 points. Al Horford. <laughs> Derek White. Folks, I mean, there's so much staggering stuff. I know Rob's chomping at the bit to, to get after it. Well, hey, listen, if they, I can already tell Rob's going to say this. If the Celtics can win in Golden State in game one, and Jason Tatum is three for 17, this series is over. I got like 7,000 tweets echoing that sentiment overnight. Jason Tatum was terrible. 
But do you guys really think Horford's having another 26-point game? Or even sniffing that? His point total, according to Vegas, was 10.5. That's what the market thinks of Al Horford. He had a lucky game. Fluke. Derek White? Are you freaking kidding me? You guys know that that fourth quarter run, they went on an 11-0 run in the fourth. It was tied at 103. 11-0 run. Marcus Smart was on the bench the entire run. Defensive player of the year wasn't even on the court. Then he comes in and bags two threes. I mean, listen, 17-0 run in the fourth quarter, inexplicable. Warriors had not lost a playoff game at home. They had not lost a playoff game when leading after three quarters. I mean, we talk about the experience. Boston, no guys with finals experience. Warriors, 123 games there. Come on, they got this. Fourth quarter, Celtics 40, Warriors 16. So all I'm getting is, well, Jay, how did this happen? How? Well, they got hot. And the real question is, why the hell was Steve Kerr sticking with that zone defense? Every time I look up, they're in the zone. Are you protecting Curry from fouls? He had three in the first half. He had zero fouls the rest of the way. So there's no point in going zone in the fourth quarter. Draymond Green did foul out. I mean, listen, Draymond did not have a good game. He did not. You Two of 12. They don't respect him offensively. He did have 11 boards, five assists, a couple steals. Um... Wiggins was good with 20, but he did nothing in the fourth quarter. I mean, hell, nobody did anything in the fourth quarter. And the Celtics are now favored to win the series. Uh, the Warriors, if you care, and it's a couple days out because this uh, next game is Sunday. Nobody wants to play a finals game on Saturday. Sunday, of course, during my league basketball game time, which not ideal for me. Golden State, four and a half point favorites. They think the bounce back theory, Golden State wins. And I will just remind you guys, Golden State led by 15 in the third. I'm not going to, I'm no cap. My favorite saying it, no cap. I was preparing, you know, a, a coronation of Curry and the Warriors like late third quarter. They're up 15. 15. You're thinking, oh, come on. There's no way they're going to blow this. They got this. And then slowly but surely, Kerr started with Curry on the bench to start the fourth, which I get it. That's his normal time that he sits out. But when they start scoring and it's 7 nothing run, like why do you wait three minutes to put Curry in? Should have been an instant damn timeout and get him back in the game. Again, I might sound like I'm fired up. Listen, I went over to gambling on the game. You hate that. Um Curry did nothing in the final six minutes, and basically my timeline on social media is just a torrent. You know like when you have the runs, and it's just like just you turn on a faucet, it's coming out of your rear end? That's what my mentions are about Curry being a choker in the fourth quarter. I'm like, guys, come on. <laughs> when was the last time 34-5-5 and five was a choker in the fourth quarter? Undeniable. He didn't do much in the final six minutes. But this wasn't lost at the offensive end. The Celtics, here are their score by quarters, 28-28-24. 40. Otto Porter might have struggled to guard me last night. And he had a couple really bad lapses against Jalen Brown in the fourth. Early. Jordan Poole, who I have hyped up a little bit. Listen, he was bad defensively. I mean, Matador, Ole, bullshit defense. So when your top two guys coming off the bench are Otto Porter and Jordan Poole and giving you nothing defensively, by the way, Otto Porter in 24 minutes was minus 18. Jordan Poole, 25 minutes, minus 19. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give one humble piece of advice to Steve Kerr. As a guy who's coached some youth basketball and put together, I'm the GM of a really stacked dad basketball team. 
Kevon Looney needed to be on the court more than 25 minutes. He got six offensive boards, which is almost as many as Boston had combined. Looney just basically getting rebounds. He had three blocks on the interior. And I'm just telling you right now, Looney needs a few more minutes, and they don't have like a backup Looney. Like, I don't know that Kuminga's ready for those minutes. Uh, we Maybe we'll see Bajelica. Uh, I hope I said his name right. I probably didn't. Uh, it was nice to see Andre Igudala chipping in. And I guess the final piece to the puzzle is, will we see Gary Payton? Um, they're talked about. He's ready to go. He's the only guy who did not log a minute for, excuse me, for the Warriors. Um, so, big picture, no need to panic, Warriors. I know it looks bad when you're bombing threes. Tatum has a bad night and you choke in the fourth and lose game one. It ain't over, okay? It's definitely not over. These are, we're talking about the Golden State Warriors. We're talking about Steph Curry. They're going to be fine. Now, I told you guys Boston would give them some problems. Thing is, Rob, Boston didn't really give them any problems. We're just talking about the Celtics hitting their first seven three-pointers to start the fourth quarter. That is where the game was lost. Fourth quarter... Warriors sputter, even for a second. I mean, they scored 108 points. They did sputter offensively in the fourth. But it doesn't matter if you're just playing average defense. These are the three-pointers to start the fourth. Jalen Brown, three. Jalen Brown, three. Peyton Pritchard, three from the corner. Derek White, three. Derek White, three. Horford, three. Horford, three. Smart, three. Smart, three. And a lot of those were wide open against the zone. Steve Kerr. Need some more minutes for Looney. I would... I wouldn't mind seeing what Kuminga can do because it was clear the Celtics could not play Robert Williams and Horford at the same time. Williams was, you know, I know he had a bunch of easy dunks and four blocks, but he was quite bad on the floor with Horford. They just, they would get wide open threes. And the Celtics wisened up. I don't know if Williams played any real minutes in the fourth. He might have played a couple. Uh, I think he had a block of Curry on the interior. But other than that, like, uh, they could play one big man. And, you know, frankly, athletically, I like, Kuminga's chances for for stealing five to seven minutes here. But I'm not worried about the Warriors. They still win this series. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tires. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I mean, I picked the Warriors in seven. I'm not backing off that pick but you have to be a little bit worried about the Warriors like I don't know why you decided at the end of that whole spiel to go full Draymond Green who said uh after the game we pretty much dominated the game for the first 41 42 minutes yeah that is not what happened last night okay <laughs> they were losing at halftime so don't tell me that the Warriors were dominating that game to your point I, I mean I don't know what the defensive game plan was with the Golden State Warriors that it wasn't even just the zone like it looked like some of their rotations and like they, they were planning, it seemed like their game plan was let's leave Al Horford open, let's leave Derek White open, and um, if we have to cheat off of anybody else, it's Marcus Smart. We're not, not going to let Tatum do anything to it. That's what they oh, did. Oh, I should add, let, let me look at the Marcus Smart numbers from three. Oh, Marcus Smart, four of seven. So just to recap, Horford six, White Derek White five, Marcus Smart four threes. Sure. Jalen Brown and Tatum combined were three for 13. Now, I understand leaving Derek White open because he's historically not a great shooter, even if he has been 
shooting it pretty well, you know, the last week and a half or so. Uh, but in the playoffs, Al Horford shooting 42% from three. So I don't know why you decided let's leave him open. Marcus Smart is arguably the most streaky player on Boston's roster. Like he'll, he'll go one for nine, one for four, and then five for 12. And then one for six, and then five for nine. And then, you know, that's just the way he shoots from three. He's very streaky. He's only shooting 33% in the playoffs, but it's he's just as likely to go five for eight from three as he is to go one for seven. You know, that's just the way he is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking this up. Hold on. Derek White shot 22% from deep. Yeah, so I, I understand. 22, I understand Rob. leaving him, you know. But at the same time, you can't leave NBA players, I don't care how bad they are shooting, that wide open and be shocked that they make more than half of them. Like the, the more than half, eleven of fourteen. But, Rob. but what I'm saying is, it's not like I mean, uh, maybe three or four of those were contested. A few, couple of Derek White, a couple of Marcus Smart. I can't remember the any of the Al Horford threes which were contested at all. He was wide, oh, wide open, open yeah. every single time. And so, if you're the Golden State Warriors, I understand you have to give something up because when you get to this level, each team is really good. You have to decide what you're going to do. What I saw from Golden from from Boston, even with that, you know, unusually hot shooting, is there were a lot of things that they can duplicate throughout this series against Golden State. Al Horford can pick and pop with the best of the big men's in the NBA. Like that's what he can do. Jalen Brown, they have nobody who can stay in front of him at all. Because as soon as you put Wiggins, whoever Wiggins is covering between the, the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the other one has a huge matchup advantage. Um, in the second half, you notice that they attacked Steph Curry defensively. They, they had put Steph Curry in nine pick and rolls in the second half, yeah, they won out which was the up. highest of, of any a Warriors defender. Jordan Poole, to your point, can't cover me, and I'm five foot nothing. All right. Like, they had mismatches whenever they wanted them against Golden State. And Golden State, as good as they are, it's not because their talent is so much better than anybody else. It's because their system unlocks a lot of things. Unfortunately, when Draymond Green shoots two for 12 after having a week of talking the most shit of anybody I've seen leading up to an NBA Finals, I think in the last 10 years, um, Clay Thompson didn't really get going at all. He, you know, his numbers, final stats weren't too bad, but he didn't really have any kind of flurries whatsoever. No, he was not even and again. Andrew Wiggins was getting a lot of his stuff off broken plays, either, you know, a, a loose ball rebound or him cutting to the basket. He's wide open. It's not like you run anything for Andrew Wiggins. So as soon as Steph Curry cooled off, which I want to get to you in a second, their offense got really stagnant. Hold on, let me add one thing on Curry. So the Mavs tried to do this too. Remember Luka, let me get the switch on the Curry. But the Mavs, uh, sorry, the Warriors' defensive counter move was we're going to hedge it, hedge it, maybe not get the switch. We're afraid of Luka. He's going to kill us. They just gave up the screens against Boston. They're like, all right, we'll do it. And I know they put him in action, Rob. I don't think they were like an automatic bucket when they went at him. They really did it in the third quarter. And they got one Jalen Brown layup that I can remember for sure. But otherwise, I don't think this game was lost attacking Steph Curry unless you want to make your point that maybe being forced to play so much D wore him down offensively. Well, it's twofold. One of it, like your point, I don't think that they scored directly on Steph the way they did on, you know, Luka with the Phoenix Suns where they just, 
I think he gave up 40 points on his own in the second half of one yeah. of those games that, that, that he played against Phoenix. But what it did is was that because Steph is not a great defender, it breaks down the rest of the defense. And Otto Porter Jr. is a good, decent wing defender, but he can't keep up uh, with these guys. He was terrible. Uh, Jordan Poole is terrible. Um, and Draymond Green had what I think is the worst finals game I've ever seen him play. So it's not like Steph was the sole culprit of it, but if you can get him involved in the action where it, it requires everybody else to help him out, that just completely flusters their defense. Yeah. You know, uh, you mentioned Jalen Brown, and you're right. I thought he was much tougher to defend than Jason Tatum in this one. And guess who was on Tatum a lot? Kevon Looney, who did, a, I thought, a good job on Tatum. They didn't need to double him a lot. He's 3 of 17. Again, just for the people in the back, I am a big Jason Tatum fan. I do not at all like the Boston Celtics. He's a 24-year-old playing in his first finals game as an alpha. Do you guys want to go and look up the history of 24-year-olds in their first finals game and how they did? If they were leading their team. Not just some 24-year-old wingman like role player. This is the guy who was targeted by the Warriors. They had to focus on him. Now, Jalen Brown, Rob, 24 points. On 23 shots. So it, he wasn't a model of efficiency. He just seemed to get his 24, 7, and 5. Again, Rob, I just need to focus on the the, the early fourth quarter. Seven straight three-pointers. Like, that was the game right there. Yeah, but they were wide like, open. It, it's not uh, like well, they were, you know, just making these fluke shots. They were getting whatever they wanted in that fourth quarter. Well, Der- Derek White hit a couple absolute prayers. One against Curry with the shot clock winding down. Uh, but I-, I want you to get to your Curry bashing because I- I- I'm ready. I'm ready for all the oh, smoke. Oh, yes. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, you were being very generous towards Steph when you said, oh, well, he didn't play well the last six minutes. Oh, That's oh, what happened. oh, oh. Uh, no. Well, it's not like he played no, no, poorly. No, 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 what, no, no. what is he, 0 for 3? No, 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 no. It wasn't just the last six minutes. Steph Curry, in the first quarter, when Twitter was, he was trending, it was, oh, my God, Steph Curry's coming for the finals MVP. You can't stop him. 21 points on 7 of 9. This is what happens when you get Steph Curry upset. Yeah, nobody had ever made seven threes in a quarter. Right, so he he was everywhere. Six, I'm everybody sorry, six threes in the Everybody was so excited. Steph yeah. Curry, the rest of the game, after that scintillating start, 13 points on 5 of 16 shooting. Crickets. All anybody was saying was, well, look what Draymond did. Look what Clay did. Look what Jordan Poole did. And once again, I don't know why this continues to happen, but it does. There is not a single NBA superstar who gets a pass quite like Steph Curry? Oh, stop it! The guy had thirty-four, five and five, and you. What do you want to kill? Look him for what this? he did in the rest. Of, he had a great first quarter. I'm not taking that away from him at all. Right. The rest of the game, it. He was not so good. He was. He was not. Uh, what, what would you? Five of fifteen. Five of sixteen is like what? Thirty-two percent. Um, he had three fouls. I thought one of them was totally garbage. The push off on Smart after Smart fouled him twice. Uh, he had three steals. I get. I what you're saying he was just trashed the final three quarters. I'm saying okay, he was terrible in the second and the fourth. The third, he was okay. 
But the, here's the thing is like Steph Curry, if we're going to have conversation like you and I had about a week ago saying he's entering in that pantheon with Shaq <laughs> and Akeem Olajuwon. And, and even I said Kobe, but I take that back because I was I didn't think about it through. It was a bad take by me. But you can't be listed in that conversation oh, and, and avoid criticism. And okay, that's what okay, he always out. does. Gosh, this is just, this is, okay, this is not, this is not fair. So, I mean, again, avoiding criticism is a little strong. Was he great in the second half? No, he wasn't great. He was not, he was not great. Was he average? I, he was all right. He didn't dominate like he did in the first. It's 48 minutes of one finals game. That's it. 48 minutes. Okay. If you want to go ahead and look at Elijah one and let's, I don't know, let's just cherry pick game two of the 94 final. I mean, like that's the equivalent of what we're doing. Like going and picking one game, hell, one three quarter span for Elijah one in one game of one of his finals appearances. I, I, I mean, I know we get caught up in it with social media now, but like, again, like in the big picture, you know, this is only going to remember it as Curry had 21 in the first, finished with 34, 5, and 5, and they lost because Boston went crazy in the fourth. That is what history will say about this game. That's it. If, if history even remembers this game. Think about it. What, what, can you remember like a Michael Jordan quarter that was bad in one playoff game? And that's the problem with this historical stuff. Because now it's like, well, Michael Jordan never lost a game. Michael Jordan never got his pocket picked by Donald friggin' Royale of the Orlando Magic late in a game, and, and Royale dunked it. And boom, they, they got the win. You know, and, and Jordan lost. Now, that was when he was wearing number 45, blah, blah, blah. But I, I just, uh, uh, the, the historical stuff, I get it. it you can't, he, I mean, he's played how many finals games now? This is his sixth finals. Um, just guessing off the top of my head, this is his 37th finals game. Is it his top five finals game? No. I mean, his top 15? Probably. A 34, 5, and 5, and had a record-setting first quarter. I mean, we're going to kill him for that? I'm not, I'm not trying to kill him. Like that, that's not, I think he was their best player easily. Probably their first and second best player last night. I think he had a good game. I think he was incredible in the first quarter. But when you're Steph Curry and people are saying, Kendrick Perkins, he's, he's better than Magic Johnson if he gets this ring. You know, if, if, you're, if you're saying, well, as, if, as soon as he wins this one, this, this seals it that he's a better player than Kevin Durant. This seals it that he's a top 10 player of all time. He's being judged on a different criteria now. This is not no longer, oh, Steph Curry's the plucky kid out of Davidson with a sweet shooting <laughs> stroke. Like Steph Curry needs to be held to the same standard that LeBron James is held to when he gets to these kind of games, that Kevin Durant is held to in these kind of games. This is where he should be living from now on. And for whatever reason, like I said, I don't understand why it is, but Steph Steph Curry and I think Kawhi Leonard is probably the other guy are two players who are superstars that don't get held to that same level of scrutiny. Because this is not the first time he's had a clunker in the playoffs. I mean, when you play <laughs> again, 34, no, five okay. and five and it's a sure. clunker. What, sorry, I misspoke. It's not the first time he's had a poor three quarters or a poor half in the playoffs. He's played 140 games like it's going to happen. All right. I mean, he was five of seventeen in in game five against Dallas. He was a, a four of ten in game five against the Grizzlies. Like this happens; it's not unusual. But because P- 
people love Steph Curry because he's everybody's favorite player because as Colin Cowherd, he's the puppy of the NBA that everybody likes to pet and fawns over. They like refuse to point out when he doesn't have a great game, when he plays poorly, when he's hunted defensively like he was in the second half. And if you point it out, suddenly you're a hater. And I don't think that's fair. So what what do you say about Jason Tatum? They win. He goes three for 17. All I'm hearing from people, because you know I've been popping my undisputed video, which has some, I don't know, 100,000 views or whatever it has, that Jason Tatum is the best one-on-one player since Kobe. And all these people want to just say, ah, Tatum's so inconsistent. He can never, oh, he's so bad in this one game and this other game. He, he's not even first-team All-NBA because he goes three for 17 in game one. Like, it's just so easy to get embattled with these clowns who just want to judge people on one game, one quarter. And I know Curry's held to a higher standard. Where was he in the fourth? Well, he was not stopping the Celtics reigning threes. Was he answering at the other end? For the final six minutes, he was not. They were clearly shook. I I still need to go watch the fourth quarter on YouTube, and I'll probably do that right after this podcast goes up just so I can answer your questions. I don't know what happened defensively. I don't know if they got all gassed up because they were up 15 and they had their third quarter run and Tatum was doing nothing. And it's like, oh, well, here goes Al Horford for three and Peyton Pritchard and Derek friggin' White. Um, I don't know. It's it's a crazy one, Rob. It's only one game. People are going to have now two days to just freak the hell out about it. I still like the Warriors. Are you? Do you now think the Celtics will win the series? Um, it's just one game. I mean, I, I, I thought it was gonna be a long series anyways. I had the Warriors in seven to begin with. Um, but we saw last night, everything that you and I spoke about leading up to the finals that like the Celtics are no joke that they, they are legitimate as much as they had some breaks go their way. They can defend at a high level, which they did pretty much in the second half. And they have guys who can score in different ways. And, and I don't think anyone's expecting Jason Tatum to play that poorly again, offensively. So this is going to be a long series. Yeah, I'll wrap up with this. So, again, I'm looking at the the score. It's 103 to 100 after Curry makes a floater in the lane. I'm sorry. Hold on, let's back up a little. So it's 99-94. Warriors are winning seven minutes left. Peyton Pritchard makes a corner three. Curry answers with a step-back jumper over Robert Williams. It was just beautiful. Warriors up four. Derek White hits a three. And at this point, you're like, oh, my gosh. These guys aren't friggin' missing. Curry answers with a floater in the lane. Then Derek White hits another one, which it was just like, are you kidding me? And at that point, you know, Kerr's not taking all these timeouts. He's just letting Boston stay hot. His last timeout was at 9.35. So Boston just stays hot, right? Uh, Derek White, three to tie it. And then Al Horford, three for the lead. Finally, after four minutes and five straight threes, Kerr finally takes a timeout. But the damage was done. After the timeout, Draymond Green, Rob's favorite guy, turnover. And I, I know you guys, like the hardcore basketball guys know, the smart coaches call a timeout, they draw up a play to get a bucket, and they go in and it's called an ATO. After the timeout, you go in and you install like your money play. The Warriors had two of those, resulting in turnovers. Draymond turns it over, other end, Al for three, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. 109-103. Draymond, then he throws his brick off the backboard that almost broke it. They come down, and um, what do you know? Al Horford scores again, and at this point, it's like three minutes left, up by nine. What the hell? And Marcus Smart hits the three, and it's game over. And 
it was just one of, it, you know what it felt like, Rob? A Warriors flurry turned on the Warriors by the Celtics. I think that's fair. It, it definitely had that kind of vibe to it. Um, the difference was, I, I don't think that when the Warriors have their flurries, it's because Steph and Clay, well, it used to be Steph and Clay, now it's mostly just Steph, are making these incredible three pointers from 35 feet away and the guy's in their face and it's balls whipping around. In this case, I just thought Boston got wide open shots and, and they were yeah. hitting them. And, and it's, that was the difference in the game. I should add, Tatum had 13 assists. By the way, Boston had 33 assists on 43 baskets. That is a great passing job by their team. Grant Williams, three assists. Derek White, three assists. Jalen Brown, five. Marcus Smart, four. I mean, it was just, uh, it was raining threes, and they were all off great passes. You can't play zone against a team. I don't want to hear this, look at the numbers from the regular season. F the regular season. I don't care what the hell they did against the Sacramento Kings zone and the Indiana Pacers through a junk zone. At, I don't care. It's irrelevant. I want to know what they do against good teams, and I don't even want to hear about regular season numbers. Man up. I think you've got to put Wiggins on Brown. I think that has to be the matchup. It's not ideal, but that's what you got to do. And I think you're going to need some Kuminga physical minutes on Jalen Brown. I, I know this is sounding crazy, like Jalen Brown's a threat, but at some point, he's going to have a 40-point game in the series. And you better be up 2-1 in the series when he goes for 40, because Tatum is lurking. I will never forget Jason Tatum, game six, season on the line. In Milwaukee, he dropped 46. The Warriors better, they got to win game two, obviously. It's clearly. Um Anyways, Rob, any final thoughts? Um, oh, sh- should we add about the Portland Trailblazers are getting sold maybe? <laughs> and the, the sale price was over $2 billion? Yeah, I, I heard, I, I don't know if this is true, I have to look it up again, but I heard that, that they've already kind of shot that down, but that might be a negotiation tactic that, that they're just trying to I get I mean, Paul Allen, Paul Allen died, and his... Um, his estate is controlling His right estate now. is, yeah. And it's like, somebody's like, well, can't really own NBA teams, but these guys could be for sale. I think the first order of business, if you're a bargain basement hunter, I mean, $2 billion is not bargain basement, obviously, um, is you trade Damian Lillard and you can reboot real quick. You know what I'm Remember, looking forward Boston, to? Is it Phil Knight? Because he's the guy who's the one who's making the offer. Is Phil Knight from Nike. I don't know if you know this, Jay, but um, Dame Dalla is an Adidas guy. So you know what that means? They got to trade him. Ooh. They they can't can't have the, the owner of Nike and their best players in Adidas guy. I think you know maybe trade him to the Lakers. Maybe take <laughs> maybe take Russell yeah. Westbrook and a couple of first round picks. He's Bro, a Nike do guy. You, do you know how many delusional Portland fans there were? I don't even I didn't even realize this. Somehow I got caught up in some Portland Trailblazers forum or something. Maybe some blog lit me up, and I've got all these jabronis sending me pictures of LeBron in a Portland jersey next to Dame in a Portland jersey. Like, it's happening. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, what now? LeBron is getting traded to Portland? Blazers fans like, think this, Rob. There's photo- photoshopped images of LeBron in a Portland Trailblazers jersey. I mean, what, can you, you want to name like 50 million more unlikely things than <laughs> LeBron wearing a Portland jersey this year? I mean, listen, if Portland drafts Bronny in a couple years, sure, maybe then, but. LeBron starting next season in Portland? I mean, I don't know, Rob. I mean, you could come up with a billion funny things that could happen more likely than that. Like you winning the lottery. I don't know. Me winning the lottery. Anything. Like LeBron, guys? No. Dame to the Lakers more likely than LeBron to Portland, right? 
Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty safe to say. I know but, we are. But I think really we're gonna have to do a, a you know a hashtag future Laker is a thing. Maybe we need to start a hashtag future Blazer. Maybe according to the people in Portland, that, that's Blazer, a, that's a yeah. real thing. Hey, also, final note. Hey, Draymond Green, how about shutting the hell up and stop giving other teams ammo? Did you see uh, when Al Horford scored late on an and one? He went to the Celtics bench and flexed the exact same thing that Draymond does every single time he scores, which is, you know, once every 14 shots. Um, All right, guys, have a great weekend. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to be hammering the Warriors in game two. I will have our third rec league game. I know you guys don't really care. But no word yet if we've been bumped up to the top league. And it looks like we're going to have four guys out this weekend. So we are on upset alert. The point spread is in the single digits. Uh, and I know like eight of you care. But you're P1 listeners. That's all that matters. All right. We'll talk to you Monday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.